Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. Such an honor to have you guys here today. Super excited. We're going to be speaking with Deborah Maldonado. She is the CEO of the Academy of Jungian Spiritual Psychology, a global life coach certification and leadership training company co-founded with her husband, Dr. Rob Maldonado. I'm excited to talk with Debbie today because we're going to be diving in to how we can break past our limiting beliefs and get to the dreams and the vision that we have for ourselves. We talk about taking action without attachment and the best way to work with our emotions. Now, whether you're you know, an executive, just getting started in your career field, it really doesn't matter. All of us constantly have limiting beliefs that get in the way of our success. And today, Deborah and I are going to have a real authentic conversation about what that looks like and how we can overcome that. Before we jump into our episode, though, with Debbie, I'd love to remind you guys that if you're here in Southern California, we have two great events that are coming out that we definitely want you to check out. If you're looking for a solid community of like-minded women who are professional, that are trying to push themselves to the next step, wanting to leverage their connections and feel empowered, then definitely you should join us at our next event. Here in September, we have Empowered Women Network. It's a two-hour event full of education, empowering, and connecting. And November 3rd, we have the Empowered Women Rise Conference here in Southern California. Over 150 leading women that are innovative, entrepreneurs, leading the workforce, and they're coming together so that they they can magnify their influence. So head over to riseupforyou.com forward slash events and check out our events, and hopefully we will see you there. So back to our conversation with Debbie Maldonado, Rise Up For You, and enjoy this episode. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show today. I'm glad to be here, Netta. It's great to be here. So um, nice to finally have a face-to-face or voice-to-voice conversation. Thank you. Um, We always like to start off the episode by letting the audience get to know our guest. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and all the great work that you're doing in your own words. Wow. Well, a little bit about myself is uh, I started out doing personal development because I was looking for love. And since my early 20s, I was trying to figure out my life, how come all my friends were getting married and I was struggling with relationships. So I read every self-help book on relationships you could imagine. And and it always was a big part of my life. And uh, really none of my friends were into it. So I always felt like this kind of oddball. And as I got older, I started thinking it would be really great to do this as a living, but I never thought of how I could do it. And so for years, I went up the ladder in the corporate world. I did a lot of internet marketing and worked in the entertainment industry and just pursued my career. Uh, but then I got laid off, and that's when I pursued um, just starting out on my own and became an entrepreneur. And it uh, started off as a hypnotherapist. And then uh, after a while, I was thinking that I was just 
fixing symptoms with people, getting them to lose weight and quit smoking. And I felt like there was, I wanted to work with people on a longer term basis on, on real deep issues of their life and their purpose. And so I became a coach. And so I started doing that. I met my husband, uh, who wasn't my husband at the time. He was my boyfriend. And um, he is the psychologist. And we decided together, like over time, I think we were together almost seven years before, he decided to to join me in doing coaching. And so we developed a Jungian coaching model based on Jungian psychology that's a little deeper than uh, what most people teach in coaching. So it was kind of different and interesting. And um, and I really, at first, wasn't sure if people would be into it. And again, I thought maybe we were just eyeballs and we like this stuff, but it turned out there were women that were creating um, really great teachings on the archetypes and the collective unconscious and shadow work. And so we started doing that and we've been working together for about seven years now. And, um, and it's been great. So we, we kind of formed a, our own coaching training program on our model and um, have a leadership program too. So um, I'm really feeling like I finally got everything I wanted. I got the relationship, but I also have this great partnership and this great career. So I feel like everything I wanted uh, came to me. So I want to inspire women to go for what they really want. And that's really what I'm about. So I'd like to dive into this a little bit more because especially right now in society, um, I think this is so important, being able to um, get out of our own way, create the success that we want, um, which many of us are starting to understand this conversation that it comes with within and um, that it starts with us. But before we jump into that, I'd love for you, if you can tell our audience a little bit more about the Jungian um, spiritual psychology, just a, a little bit more about that for those that are unfamiliar with that practice. Well, Carl Jung, uh, in the late 1800s, he uh, basically started, he was a colleague of Freud's, and what he, you know, Freud and him talked about the unconscious, and most people weren't really aware of what the unconscious was. They started looking at dreams, and, and that the person's psyche is a lot deeper than just what they were on our conscious awareness, and really the drive, what drives people is more than just rational thinking, and uh, basically the birth of this whole personal development movement, and they, they really came up with talking therapy, and then Jung and Freud had a disagreement, which Freud thought that people were only a sum of their personal history, like kind of the brain and their, their conditioning is based on their personal experience. And there was nothing else out after that. There's, he was an atheist, so he didn't believe in like higher powers or God or divine or anything mystical. And then Jung actually believed that there was another layer to us, which is the collective unconscious, which connected all of us together and that we had access to all that information in our psyche if we knew how to work with it. And that's why he was noticing, like, he traveled all over the world and saw all these cultures, and they had basically the same type of dreams. And he's like, there's something here. And this is before science knew about um, quantum physics and all the, the things we know now about science and the nature of reality. So he was just assuming that there's something that connects us all. And so that's where him and Freud split. And Jungian psychology is really about that spiritual journey within to see we're more than just our personal history. We're more than just the things that happen to us, that we really have the power to create anything in our life. Uh, and we have unlimited potential. And so it sounds a lot like most of um, motivational speakers, but Jung was really the one who brought this to life. And almost they call him the father of uh, self-help because he really is 
uh, brought a lot of what we learned today in personal development um, and is and founded upon Jung's work. And he's not well known because other people, his students came after him, uh, but he really had a huge influence on everything. If you're into personal development, Jung most likely had a very strong um, influence on that. Well, basically just opening up the, the mind to the possibility that it can change and that um, you're not you're not in a fixed mindset that it can that you can create a growth uh, mindset to, to help you better. Yes, it's I, and also like you can know that on the conscious level and, and rationally think, oh yeah, that makes sense. I, I want to believe that. But with Jungian psychology, you actually have a direct experience of how your mind works, how your psyche is projecting onto the world and seeing everything as a reflection of your mind. And we do that with um, just everyday experiences, seeing how symbolic things are that show up in our life, but also with our dreams are showing us uh, how our mind is working, how it's creating, and then also um, visualization, working with, uh, he called it active imagination, and we use a similar process where people can actually interact with different things that are showing up and uh, understand themselves better. So it's like a deeper inner journey, and it's very mystical and People are really surprised at what they're experiencing, especially with dreams. They they have these amazing dreams, but they don't know what they mean. And then when we see this, what, what they symbolize, they're like, "Wow!" I, you know, you think you're this small little person, and you have this like powerful other force within you that's really helping you live your life. And it, there's something about having that direct experience that is makes you not question it at all that you are in control and you can direct your life as you choose. So I'd love to dive into this uh, just a little bit more. You know, I, I know that for many of us, regardless of the gender, um, we often we have goals, we have dreams, we have a larger vision that we want to accomplish. Um, and unfortunately, a good percentage don't ever really reach that. Um, and part of it is because of, you know, beliefs that they've built upon themselves or um, a mindset that they've created that they might not fully understand or aware that they've created it, you know, that they're getting in their own way and stopping their success. I'd love to jump into this a little bit, you know, how, how do we work with our emotions? How do we, how do we take our vision and, um, and really remove all of the attachment and all the past beliefs so that we can go somewhere with it? Well, all the, the, um, the only problem I always say that we have is that we think we're our ego. We think we're this surface self. And we do think we're that the story that we've been telling ourselves, like you said, the beliefs and the ideas that we, our limitations that we brought into. And from our family, from our culture, from our community, our society has told us that we have to, life is only this way. And most people follow that, as Jung would call, the herd mentality. And to really break free of that and create something different actually takes courage because we have a lot of resistance to breaking away from the tribe. So it might not even be the, like, maybe the first step is to look at the beliefs, but the second step is what's the fear of you really stepping out and having what you want? Because consciously you can want success, but there's some um, something else that's holding you back. And what the ego does is it wants to keep creating the same same results over and over. It's it's like your little comfort zone. We all talk about the comfort zone. And so anytime there's any resistance that shows up in our life, like uh, we're not getting, the business isn't taking off the way we want to, or that uh, the clients aren't paying us, or, you know, we're not getting the deal we want. We think, well, there's this bad luck or 
maybe it's the economy, and we maybe project it externally and think that we don't have power, then we're lost. But if we say, okay, this is my resistance and own it, uh, then we pull it in and say, what is this really about? And instead of trying to, how we work with emotions, instead of trying to clear the emotion, the emotion is actually the key. Because the emotion that you feel when you um, get a result that you don't want is actually the unconscious emotion you've been carrying with you uh, as you go as you're taking action. So you're actually getting to see your mind. And what most people do is go, oh, I don't like that result. Let me think more positive and move away and, and try something else or change my emotions to feel positive. But we're taking that emotion and examining and pulling it in and saying, okay, there's something here. What's going on? Why do I feel this way? And um, and really, it's um, we're facing the resistance to what we really want. So the the way we're conditioned is through emotion. And so the way we only can free ourselves is to uh, like a key, lock and key that it locks us in, but also can set us free. So we don't want to get rid of the bad emotion or the, the fear or the anxiety or the stress or the frustration that comes up. When you're stuck, you want to look at that and open it up. And, and really, when you're having those emotions, you're really caught up in I don't have the freedom to create my life. I feel like I'm a victim. I feel like nothing's going to work out for me. And if you just sit with it and not buy into it, what's going to happen is this, our, what we call the wisdom mind, above the thinking of the ego, starts to come through and we start to realize that this has been stopping us. Um, what happens is, you know, we talk about attachment, is that we think if everything's going to be good, if it turns out the way we want, and then we're attached to getting that success so we can avoid that feeling, and we just keep we keep creating it. And so by bringing it in, it actually helps us look at it and not be like intimidated by it anymore and not let it uh, condition us anymore. And then we're free to choose. And that's really the experience that um, you can have. And it's it, it seems quite simple, but if you think about, we're, we're always drawn to pleasure and moved away from pain, that's how we're conditioned. If you keep doing that, you're just reconditioning yourself, like only celebrating when you're having success and pulling away and, and feeling bad when things aren't going right. You're actually buying into that same conditioning that has ruled your life. But if you can take a step back and be more of a witness, that's where you can free yourself. And then you can choose what you want, but you're not caught up in it anymore. You know, I really appreciate you saying all of that because I think that Sometimes we get caught up, especially in the personal development world, it can go either way with this idea of just think positive, just think positive, you can do it, just move forward, just do it, just do it. And there really isn't any acknowledgement of the emotion. Um, it's, yes. it's, a, it's a shallow approach of just have positive thoughts, just go yes. sit in the sun and, and believe that you can. And, and we ignore the, the, the signs and the emotion that are really telling us, like they're giving us signs, but we're not, we're not taking the signs and we're not learning from them. So I, I really appreciate you saying all of this and your approach, because I do think sometimes we get, we we're scared to say, Oh, I have a negative emotion or a negative thought. And so we run away from it opposed to learning from it. And that's how, why we get stuck in the, in the, the, the system that we're in in the first place is because we're afraid of the uncomfortable emotions. And most likely having the success you want is going to bring up more uncomfortable emotions. I remember when I first started um, and I was trying to get my book published, my first book, Let Love In, 
and I was called to do some TV interviews. And I, I wasn't even called, I actually created it. I did press releases and all that. And I, right before the interview, I had so much anxiety. And I was just like, what the heck did I do? Like, why am I doing this to myself? And it's a lot of times we think, oh, when we have everything we want, everything's going to be easy. But when you step outside of that old persona and you're stepping into the success, you're going to be challenged in ways you've never been challenged before. And so a lot of the times we, we sabotage our success because we're not mature enough psychically to uh, and psychologically to, to, to step into that role. And so by facing those uncomfortable emotions and the little parts of us building our business and going for success is going to give us the strength and the, the basic um, the foundation for when we do get that TV interview or we do you know, go on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday or, um, or get to stand in front of an audience of a thousand people and speak like we always want to, uh, we're ready for it and we're not going to sabotage it. And that's really, it's like everything that's showing up is showing you where the edges of your comfort zone is. And if you just push it away, you're just buying into that comfort zone again. And you can't, you can't keep create anything new from that. And you can only just, I call it rearrange the furniture, make it a little better. And even if you do reach success, you're going to sabotage it. You're going to go back to some other pattern and it's not going to free you. So the best thing you can do, like you said in the beginning, is the inner life is really very important for success. You can't have true success and be happy if you don't work in, about it with your inner life. Debbie, can you give us one action that we can start today or something that we can uh, begin with to help progress and, and move into this space of, you know, um, understanding our emotion and really just getting to where we want to get developmentally? That's a great, um, I, I do have something very simple. It's when you take action, go, go for what you want. <laughs> First of all, take, you can't find anything um, about what's in your mind until you take action. So you take the action and whatever result it is, if it's good, notice how you get attached to the, the goodness. And then when it's bad, notice how you react to it being bad. It's a positive or negative. And what, um, and what I want you to do most of the time when it's good, we don't really care, but when it's bad uh, or, you know, just we have anxiety or stress about what's showing up, that's a perfect opportunity to work with our mind. So what we help people, tell people do is when that feeling comes up, you sit with it. And what you're doing is you're watching the feeling with like, as if you're watching on the edge of a rushing river and you're not in the river you're watching from the bank of the river and you're just watching that emotion just it's like you're like a two-year-old having a tantrum your mind is going to start making up all these stories about you're never going to be successful and how hard it is and you know why does that person have success and not me and am I going to be able to pay my bills like all these stories are going to spin out and you just like kind of let the stories just keep going and then you keep dropping the story and not buying into it you're just watching it and if you spend some time just that it seems so simple you're giving a little space for your wisdom mind your higher thinking to start coming in and, and and guiding you but if you're caught up in the rushing river you can't hear anything the rivers you know, the noise of the thoughts are spinning you're emotionally charged you can't really get inside in that space so it's about it's like a meditative space 
just by witnessing the thoughts and not buying into it, it's a very powerful shift. A lot of people think, oh, I got to heal it. I got to put golden light around it and send it away and mm. listen to all that stuff. When I was a hypnotherapist, you don't have to do anything with it. You just have to be aware. And there, the wisdom that's in you is has not ever gone away. It's there. It's just, it's like covered up with all the thinking. Your mind and senses are covering up your divine brilliance. And if you just allow yourself to just sit back and watch, you let that other part of you, uh, Jung called it the number two, the wiser part, to watch number one that's kind of in the world, you start to get an amazing spiritual insight and in where you should go and you you're start to see things more clearly. Mm. It's a very powerful exercise. Mm. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us today and thanks for having this conversation with us. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and start by asking you, is there any book that you can recommend that really made an impact on your life that you think would be great for us to read? Well, I, the, the best recommendation, and it's kind of a hard book, you'd have to read it a couple times, but the Bhagavad Gita, which is um, from the Mahabharata, ancient uh, Hindu scripture, you can find many, many um, interpretation um, translations of it, but the best one I have that I recommend is Eckworth Eschwaran. <laughs> it's so hard to say, but it's E S W A R A N. He does the the Essential Gita, which is kind of he's a modern um, person, so he he interprets it in the, in a very simple way, and it really talks about what I was saying today about non judgment, about conditioning about when we fall into that ego thinking we get lost and it, I think reading that book and if you can read the full text of the Gita it's very beautiful it really is perfect for someone who wants to go for success because it's about the battle and the battle of life and the battle about what we're really doing here and what we're creating it's really great absolutely and what's one value that you've constantly stuck by throughout your journey that's a non-negotiable it's always been my spiritual life. Um, I started out as a Roman Catholic. I went to church every week. Uh, I was very, very religious. And then I started exploring my spirituality. And um, even when I was looking for love, having a spiritual man was really important to me. And that's one thing I, I feel like has been such a solid thread in my life is having a, a deeper experience of life than just what the physical world can give me. And we always like to ask here at Rise Up for you, if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget, what would that be? That there's nothing to fix. That everything in life is your creative journey. And it's just a, a creation. And there's no good or bad, right or wrong. It's you're free to create. And lastly, as you know, we're the company Rise Up for you. I always like to ask out of curiosity, when you hear that phrase, Rise Up for you, what initially comes to mind? Well, what stands up for me is the for you part of it. And you, there's a part of you that like, you have to feel that you're meant to do more in life than just survive. Anyone can, anything can survive in this, on the planet, but you're meant to thrive. And you have to rise up for yourself first before you can make a big impact in the world. And you're worth it. That's what I get from that. Debbie, thank you again so much for joining us. How do we stay connected and how do we support you and learn more about you? Uh, you can learn more. A very simple uh, URL. I mean, our website is debbieanddrrob.com. You can go to Her Hidden Power 
And that would be a great, it's a three-part video course on how to use the spiritual principles of success. And we talk about how to create a vision and how to go for it. And it's a little exercise and really uh, cool information if you want to get started on moving uh, to create something really powerful in your life. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Thank you. And it was great to be here. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us, so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.